Hi moms, welcome to Coffee Moms and Conversation. It's summer here and uh, this week's episode or this today's episode actually is about human trafficking and how to keep your children safe. I will also be talking about how uh, to talk to your children about stranger danger um, and safety tips for you as a parent or moms and your children. I was recently watching this um, Inside Edition which I absolutely love this show because there's like a variety of different like um, episodes and like topics about things that are going on in the world on, on the other side of uh, different states so I always wonder like the things that happen here in California are they happening somewhere else um, and you'd be surprised that we have very similar um, issues whether it's children bullying um, you know drugs alcohol substance abuse all of those things are kind of just going all around this world and all over um, in many different states and countries. And, you know, laws are very different. Um, some states have, you know, much stricter laws than we do um, here for Californians. And so, you know, I always want to watch those shows and compare and, and just kind of see what else is going out there. And like I said, we currently live in a, in a situation of life um, around the world where things are just so cruel and humanity has just really seems to be non-existent so I always like to see what's going on and I always want to you know know survival tips for not just for myself for my children and um, people around me so I always want to kind of watch those and, and sometimes inside edition will give you those things um, and it's also good for positive notes so like you know so you don't get scammed and and things of that so if you guys can ever get a chance to watch like a couple episodes of inside edition um, I would definitely recommend it. It has great stories and offers, like I said, survival tips that are so beneficial to you and your family. Well, the one that I'm, I watched recently, I think it was like today, um, was talking about uh, the seven-year-old who was out playing and basically, you know, just being a kid, outdoor time and, you know, taking in the sun. And she was approached by this man um, and he was, you know, calling to her and asking her if she wanted to, you know, go see this bicycle or did he, she want a bicycle, you know, to try to engage her to come to the car, um, either to probably snatch her is what I'm assuming, um, you know, engaging conversation. And it was so weird, you know, because I thought at one point, you know, predators, we, I know they always exist, but I never knew that they were like this aggressive. Um, and they've been coming more, so more aggressive. Um, and basically this little girl, you know, got up and knew that this was like an uncomfortable situation. And she remembered telling or talking with her mom about stranger danger. And she ran inside and, you know, her mom was, you know, getting ready to run out. And she was watching it from inside because she had like this home camera device, which I love this product, which I'll leave a link for you guys so you can see it. Um, and it's just been really um, something that now most homeowners uh, like myself and, you know, others should have some sort of camera device. I know it's sometimes people think, oh, my God, it's invasion of privacy or why do you need that? But you really do because a lot of things are happening that we may not be aware of, um, you know, especially if you have young ones at home. You definitely want that just so that you're aware of what's going on and, um, you know, your surroundings and things of that nature and you can also save somebody's life in the event that you have those devices or features at your home and um 
you know, and so they were talking about like how she remembered having the conversation with her daughter and her son and how it was important it was and how it saved her life in this situation. And, you know, how she was so grateful that her daughter remembered those things and, you know, didn't um, take the bribe or, you know, distraction that this man had, you know, told her about. So um, I thought that a lot of you have small children Um, that are back in school and right now you know a lot of you may have like older siblings that you know walk your kids to school or walk home from school Um, so I definitely want to you know we sometimes are aware but we are not proactive about things that we're aware of so this is where this episode is going to talk about that so I want you as moms and you know those who are, are in relationships single moms parenting moms whatever the case may be to be proactive for your children um and definitely be very proactive about this particular situation because it's such on a rise right now um predators have grown increasingly aggressive and are taking more of a risk um i know that you guys might feel that it's an uncomfortable uh subject or topic to talk about with your kids but it needs to happen it has to be a must happening um, I began talking to my boys about stranger danger probably early on um, in their toddler stage. And people used to go, oh, my God, it's so early. They don't even understand, you know, what you're saying to them. But I felt like it was important for me to begin that conversation with them just because, like I said, I was a working mom and I'm still a working mom, but they're older now. But then I was working really, you know, um, a lot because I was a single mom for a while and you know, they were in daycare and I wanted them to understand the appropriate and non-appropriate touching spaces, um, you know, things that were okay and not okay and secrets that they shouldn't and should not have, you know, and so those things were very, very important for me to feel safe about where my kids were and my kids definitely, um, took heed to that my boys really appreciated that I remember you know when we would go places and you know someone wouldn't it you know start a conversation with them and they would always look at them like you know we don't know you why are you talking to us and sometimes I'm like oh my god don't be rude you know but then I have to remember that you know there might be a time that I'm not aware or paying attention to you know the conversations that someone may be having with my children and I kind of always like the fact that my kids still remember that so Um, It's definitely important that it's never too early to start talking to your children. Obviously, you know, if they're babies, they're not going to know. But when they start getting to language age, you definitely want to start, you know, talking to them about it. And there's different ways that you can do it. Um, You can Google some things online, you know, how to introduce that conversation to your children so that it's not as uncomfortable for you. And you definitely don't want to be uncomfortable when you're talking about it with your kids because then you don't want your kids to be uncomfortable. You want them to be equally comfortable about mommy talking about things that are important or you know mommy and daddy talking about things that are important so you want to make sure that you guys are comfortable when you're discussing this particular topic with your your kids um so I would say definitely like I mentioned if you have toddlers the first conversation that you want to begin talking about is uh touching in and inappropriate places so if they have like a stuffed animal things that you want them to say like okay this area is only okay for mommy or or daddy or you know and this okay this area is not okay for anyone else so that they're understanding that you know you they need to know that you know this is their body this is their space and that people don't have the right to take advantage of that space um so make sure that you're definitely doing that even with your little toddlers now so they're really uh well aware 
Also, um, as you know, um, kids abduction is on the rise. So within the last year, over 300 cases have been subject, either kids have either been subject to abduction or a victim of human trafficking. So um, they've actually been taken from their family um, and, you know, put into this horrible lifestyle or kids have almost been abducted. Uh, I'm sorry, abducted. <laughs> abducted i can't even speak um you know and um you know trying to and and attempted to and have either you know caused enough attention uh, that they were able to get away or you know someone um was out in a good samaritan was you know taking advantage of of helping that child um so that's why one of my pet peeves is like when i'm like somewhere in the store or i'm like you know out walking somewhere and i see mom's you know, who pick up their kids from school or they're like super tired or they're walking to store and their kids are like way behind them. It's like a huge pet peeve for me because I'm like, are you kidding me? You're walking like, you know, four or five feet from your kids. And you know that there are people out here that can take your child. Like it only takes literally a matter of a second before they're gone. And here you are walking like ahead of them. They're behind you. They're not in eye view. You know, they're not in hip view, you know, hip close to you. Like, it bugs me. I even sometimes I'm like, I'm stepping the line. But I even tell moms like, hey, your kid's a little far back, you know. Um, and so sometimes will look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm looking at them like, are you kidding me? Um, so I'm trying to do you a favor. <laughs> so I think it's definitely important to make sure that we're aware of those. I know that we get frustrated with our kid because he could have had like a huge tantrum at Target or, you know, one of our stores and, and they're still having a meltdown. But you still need to take the initiative to protect your child. Um, so make sure that you're doing that. Also, um, just so you know, human trafficking generates about $32 billion per year in revenue. So this comes from like, uh, pornography, um, the exploitation of selling or prostitution for children, um, selling children. These predators out there are capable or more than capable of having access to that amount of funds to obviously fund this crazy, insane, disgusting behavior, um, you know, and so it's a $32 billion revenue. I mean, that is more than any of your like Apple products, Android products, you know, um, things that you're buying out in the market is beating that. So that's how serious this um, issue is. And so many uh, victims are children. And so learning ways about keeping your kids safe from abduction is so important because every single child is at risk. It doesn't matter what age they are. So those who have like elementary school kids, middle school kids, high school kids, they're at even more risk. Um, the average age um, a teen enters into the sex trade is about 12 to 14. So those of you who have 12 to 14 year old boys or girls, they're more of at a risk than uh, the younger children. Usually the younger children, what I found in research is tend to be more for uh, pornographic type uh, things. So um, they're just as you know, of a higher risk of, of subject to being that way. Um, but those who have, like I said, middle school kids ages 12 to 14 are even at more of a risk. Um, most of the victims are um, generally girls. Um, so someone who is, you know, um, experiencing some issues with their, their teen daughters who are either running away or, you know, you kind of find yourself battling with your teen daughter um, more so about, 
issues that they're having with friends or boys. Um, it's so important that we try to still stay engaged and educate them even more uh, just because they're more prone to be uh, sexually abused. More than 80% of the 600 to 800,000 people are usually uh, trafficked across international borders, are females um, and our children. So they're taking them here and exploiting them somewhere else. So they're not even within that one second that you turn your head to do something else or you left them in the car with the older sibling for five seconds, um, you know, five minutes, they're already snatched and taken, you know, already in the process of being taken internationally because internationally, unfortunately, the laws are not as strong as they are here um, and they're working so hard over in different countries to try to implement those laws, but they take a lot longer than if they were here and caught, you know, then the prosecution would be a lot different. So keep that in mind um, as well. And as of 2012, so about, what are we in 2018? So, you know, going back, um, at least if not, you know, what, six years, five years, six years, we're probably over about 100,000 U.S. children every year were either forcefully engaged in some sort of uh, sexual act or prostitution or pornography. So that's a lot of children just from here, um, just from the U.S., um, have been subject to that type of abuse. So, yes, yes, moms, this is so serious um, that, you know, you definitely have to make sure that you're talking to your children more and more. Um, that number obviously has grown. So, um, you know, tourists and um, main attractions have been more popular. So like those of you guys going to amusement parks, um, you're victim, you're, unfortunately, your kids are more of a target. I mean, we can't just stop our life on hold and not go to the movies, not go, you know, to amusement parks, not hang out with our kids, not be able to do things. But just keep in mind that those are the most targeted areas that your kids are likely to be um, abducted. So just make sure that you're, you know, always checking in with your children, um, kind of knowing where they're at. Um, you know, make sure your kids are always checking in with you, staying close. Um, if you're at a movie theater, you know, don't allow your children to get up and go to the bathroom because you don't want to miss this, you know, episode. It's something that, you know, it's going to happen. Um, you know, um, I always believe in the buddy system just because, like I said, it's, doesn't take very long for some sort of predator to target your kids. Um, so definitely make sure that you're using some sort of buddy system or you're going with yourself with your kids. Um, so I definitely encourage you to do that. I also have some tips for your children. So um, when you're, especially with your school-age children, they should know, one, their name, their address, and phone number. So if you haven't started practicing with them, start practicing with them every single day. Uh, most of your kids will know their names, but address and phone numbers, they tend to forget. Also, you want to make sure that they know how to call 911 in the event that something is happening. So whether they're at home and, you know, something happens to you, that they're able to know that one 911 is only for emergencies only. Um, but if there's emergency and then you want to kind of go into details what an emergency is so that they know when to use 911. Um, if they are scared of someone and they're out somewhere and they feel like it's just not okay uh, situation, tell them to run and they need to run to safety. They need to find like a local law enforcement, which is like a police officer, fireman, um, you know, someone that 
a security officer, someone that could help them, even, you know, a neighborhood friend um, or family members, um, you know, that will be able to um, either find you or, you know, be aware of the situation. Let your kids know that it's okay to be rude to grownups if you feel you're unsafe. So if they're at a park or, you know, at a at a movie theater and someone comes up to them and they ask them things or, you know, um, takes interest in them, um, you know, that it's okay to say, like, why are you talking to me or leave me alone? It's okay to be rude to them because they don't know who this person is. And it's like the little girl in the video, which I posted on on the website here, um, where she was like, no, you know, and she said it very loud and very rude. And so, you know, that he made it aware, she made it aware that, hey, what you're doing is not okay. Um, So you definitely want to do that and let your kids know to do that. Also, they definitely, like I mentioned before, they need to learn the difference between an okay secret and not an okay secret. Secrets um, can be something that is made aware from adults that ask them to, to keep secrets from their parents. So anytime that an adult is asking your child or asking them to keep a secret from you um, because they feel like, you know, your mom and dad are going to get mad at you or they're going to get mad at me um, is what we considered a not okay secret. And there shouldn't be really any secrets. An okay secret is something like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to buy your mom, you know, a, a cake for her birthday or we're going to get dad, you know, this special golf club or something. That's an okay secret. Um, but they definitely need to know the difference because a lot of kids don't know Um okay and non-okay secrets so you definitely want to sit with your kids and ask them like hey you know do you know the difference between like an okay situation uh, okay secret or a non-okay secret or make sure that you're asking them you know just hey what's our address what's mommy's phone number what's daddy's phone number what's grandma's phone number um make sure that you're asking these questions so that you're well aware of what you need to do as a mom um and with your family on keeping up with that don't let anyone on the phone or at the um, door know that you're home. So sometimes, um, you know, people will call and say, oh, who's home with you? Make sure your kids let their kids know that if they do pick up the phone, hey, you know, don't tell them that they're home alone. Um, generally, they're not supposed to be home left alone anyway, um, and that's, unless they're at the appropriate age level, um, you know, or at the door. Um, if someone comes to the door, generally you're not supposed to let your kids onto the door unless they're a lot older. And even the older ones, um, should still be aware, you know, take a look through people, kind of see who it is, you know, and then find an adult or call, um, so that, um, you know, they're not letting that particular predator, um, know that they're home alone. Um, if your kid ever gets lost in a mall, um, they need to go to a store and ask the store to help them so they can take them over to security. And you'll see that there's a lot of sheriffs um, and police uh, law enforcement um, and trained security guards will be all throughout the mall um, so that it is precaution. So tell your kids if they, for some mysteriously reason, they get lost, they need to go to a store and say they need help. Um, and then stay at that store um, until law enforcement comes. Um, they don't need to leave with anyone else other than, uh, you know, someone in a uniform. Um, definitely tell your kids, those who are walking home from school, avoid any shortcuts. Even though we, our kids want to get home because they're tired, they've been at school for eight hours of the day, let them know that they need to keep the same routine. Um, that if, even if they find a shortcut or their friends say, hey, let's go this way, it's shorter. No, they need to stay on the same um path that they normally use when coming going to or coming home from school 
if they are ever picked up, if they are ever, uh, someone ever grabs them or tries to scoop them or drag them somewhere, make sure that you are telling them to kick, scream, and bite um, as, fight, as hard as they can because 9 out of 10 chances they'll be able to get away. And you also want to practice with them. As annoying as it may sound, you definitely want to hear your kids scream. You want to hear how loud they're screaming, um, you know, so they can practice with them. They might think it's really dumb or silly, but it's something that you need to know um, as a parent if they're in their situation that it becomes an uncomfortable situation, they're able to get out of that. And you want to ask your kids, hey, if I'm a stranger and I come and attack you, what are you going to do to get away from me? And you need to practice with them so that they understand um, how to get away. And sometimes they have like really good um, after school activities like karate, uh, self-defense classes, things of that nature so that it can also teach your kids Um, some other proper steps to get away from someone that may, you know, potentially be a predator for them. Um, You also want to tell, make sure that they're telling you um, or a trusted adult if they feel like something is making them uncomfortable or asking them to do something comfortable, even if it's in your home. A lot of times, most predators you will find are friends, closest friends and family members. Um, So you definitely want to make sure that you're also telling them that it's not going to just be someone on the street. It may be someone that, you know, we're close to, maybe a really close friend, a a family member, an uncle, an aunt, um, you know, a dad sometimes, um, you know, any mom, anybody um, could be a potential predator. So you also want to make sure that if they ever feel that, one of those individuals um, made them, or school teacher, made them feel uncomfortable that they need to let you know right away um, so that you can take uh, proactive to that situation. Uh, make sure that they're always asking you for permission before they go and do anything. So those of you that allow your children to have devices uh, like phones or tablets, um, you know, going on Xbox, uh, PlayStation, any online games, you definitely um, want to make sure that they're getting permission before getting on there um, because a lot of predators will be online as well and your kids are exposed to that. Two, um, you need to be monitoring where your kids are going, um, checking their history um, and talking with them, uh, making sure that you tell your kids to never talk to people online uh, without your permission. A lot of times predators will see kids and random spots online and act like kids and they're definitely adults um so if they want to have like a private conversation um you need to let them know that that's not okay uh they also need to fear never fear that um someone else is gonna hurt them hurt you guys as a parent so if they tell them well if you do this i'm gonna tell your mom or your dad and i'm gonna hurt them um let them know that that's not gonna happen that they will not hurt you and that they need to tell you whatever is going on uh, so that they don't feel um, scared to tell you whatever the secret is. Um, That's so important um, that they need to be having that open line of communication with you. Um, For parents like myself or moms like myself, um, it is so important for us to establish trust and communication with our children from day one. So, Even though, like, my rule in my house was with my kids and still is that even if I feel like it is going to be something that I'm going to be livid about, 
I still want them to come and tell me, even if they think I'm going to be mad about it, even if they think I know that it's wrong um, and they know that it's wrong, but they did something. I always tell my kids, you need to come and tell me, because if you don't tell me, there's not a way that I could try to help you if I can help you um, or help with the situation or find someone that can be able to handle that situation for you um, or for myself. So definitely make sure that you keep a line of trust and communications with your children. Uh, don't ever leave your children unattended in a vehicle, whether it's running or not. A lot of us spend time, oh, we're just going in real quick to, you know, drop off this, pick up this cake, or I'm just running in here to get a, a gallon of milk. Never leave your children um, in a car unattended. Make sure that they're with at least another adult, um, unfortunately, or you're going to have to bring them out. I know that we hate it as moms, especially when we have toddlers. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, the older siblings in the car, just watch your little sister for quick, or they're sleeping. Unfortunately, you know what? Nap time's over. Everyone has to get out the car. Um, make sure that you know how to find or contact your children at all times. You should always know where your children are. Um, if they say they're going to be at someone's house down the street, you need to have that um, make sure that they're always there. Introduce yourself there. Phone numbers there. Parents that are supposed to be there. Have a call list of emergency contacts on your refrigerator or somewhere open in your homes, and that your children make sure they try to remember at least three of the maybe six numbers that you post, so that they can reach someone if they can't reach you in case of emergency. You want to take an active role in all of your children's activities. So if those who are doing after school um, sports, you definitely want to make sure that you're there. Um, just engaging and watching what's around them. Or someone is also there that's a parent that can also pay attention if you're not able to do it. I know a lot of us work um, so that if your children are involved in activities, make sure that there's another adult there that's able to watch a little bit as well. Um, as tired as you may seem or be or feel, I know sometimes we've had a, like, a very long day at work and our kids want to come home and tell us 50 million things and you're just like, are you kidding me? I, I, I can't do this right now. We got to do dinner. We have bath time. We have bedtime. Um, as tired as you may be, you definitely want to take the time to initially listen to your children. They may tell you that something happened to them. They may tell you that there's a bad dream. Um, and so that could be a reason why trust may be an issue. And you just kind of want to make sure that you're paying attention to it. I had um with my boys um they're a lot older now and we still talk and we still do it um we don't do it like we used to when we were younger where they would you know every night before bed we would have a conversation about things that have gone on during the day questions that they may have something that may have happened now that they're older what I do with them is on you know Fridays and Saturdays we go out and um you know we go out and eat um you know and we just talk about things that are going on in the week you know, issues that they may be having with their friends or, um, you know, girls or just situations that have happened with someone else um, that they seem to need advice on um, and question on. And so we talk about all kind of broad spectrums. I kind of leave that door open. I don't very much. I'm a mom that doesn't sugarcoat anything. So I'm very blunt with my kids. And um, but I found that that technique works for me. It may not work for you as a mom, but it definitely works for me. And so whatever technique that works for you as a mom, make sure that you use it with your kid. Because like I said, trust is a big thing for kids and they need to feel like they can be trusted and that, um, you know, they won't be put to shame in the event that they do something that they're not supposed to. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that, you know, we're keeping that line of communication open and find time to do that. Um, you also want to talk about um, things that are happening in the world, for instance. So things that you hear on the news that, um, 
you might feel like it's inappropriate for your child you kind of want them to hear it so that they're you can listen to their perspective like you know this kid was you know running away talking to someone on the street as talking to a stranger or followed this you know man to look for a dog and got kidnapped or you know things of that nature you don't want to scare them but you also want to kind of get their perspective because sometimes kids interpret things very differently than we do and we just assume that oh they just know the difference between right and wrong and you could be wrong they may not know um there's a lot of gray area to certain things so you definitely want to make sure that you're talking to your kids about those things um and then you also want to question or monitor anyone who takes um, unusual interest in your kids. So if you know that a neighbor comes over quite frequently and they're engaging with your child, you want to watch that. Um, if, you know, um, your kids are at an activity thing and, you know, they show a little more favoritism to your child, you just want to make sure that you're making sure that that relationship is not um, a potential danger issue um or you know something that you're allowing uh, an open gateway for your child to become conflicted uh, so that's definitely very important um you also need to um know that you know like i mentioned before um about you know the not okay and okay secrets um, and then also, you know, we hate to do it, but you need to check your websites and your for register offenders in your neighborhood. Um, and you need to talk to your kids about those, um, why they should not go that way, why they should avoid, you know, the street or if they come in contact with this person that they shouldn't speak to them. Always keep, you know, updated photos of your kids, um, you know, in the event that something does happen. Um, and then if you do have a computer you're I know a lot of us will or devices I know a lot of our as moms will allow our kids to walk around the house with them go in their rooms with them um in my household if you're using a device um doors are open um you know they're older now so but doors are open um anything that you should be saying or should not be saying I want to know what you're saying because if you're closing the door that lets me know that obviously you're saying things that you shouldn't and you know that you shouldn't be saying those so the door needs to be open if you have younger children around devices or using a laptop or a computer and you allow them to use them they should be in a centralized area in your home um that way you're able to um you know monitor them see what they're doing um avoid letting your children you know just have unsupervised areas and time um so you should be able to browse through and your kids should be equally comfortable if your kids start having an issue or becoming argumentative with that then obviously they're engaging in something that they shouldn't and you need to know what they're engaging in um if you keep practicing these tips um you know and things of that nature um that i mentioned to you moms today um and that you can share with other moms um or other family members then here's at least a way to keep your kids safe um you know and always just make sure that you're always doing as much as possible to do that and also i'm also posted a um like i mentioned before a link with some other you know gadgets that you can purchase for your kids and at home um to keep them safe when you're not around or with their with other people on a positive note we're definitely saying goodbye to august and hello to september so fall is almost here and i'm so excited i know you guys are i live in av and it's extremely hot so 98 degree weather 112 degree weather those who live in vegas with 110 and 105 i know you guys are getting excited soon for it to cool down um so as it starts to cool down and school has started um there may be um some you know concerns or not so much concerns um but there's always some um educational apps that i always try to 
do my research on just because I have godchildren and, you know, nieces and nephew who are in school. Sometimes they're struggling or um, friends and family that, you know, may work a lot, but they're just like, I don't know how to, you know, my kid's struggling with their letters or you find that they're having issues with things at school. Um, there's a couple of uh, free apps and low expensive apps that you can check out. Most of you guys have devices. I know you do um, that you can let your kids do what do with them, not just by their self, um, which, you know, encourages um, them to, you know, get excited about learning and, and things of that nature. But you can also do it with them. One of them is my top one is ABC Mouse. A lot of people hate them. I absolutely love them. I actually used to work for them. And um, other than their billing issues, ABC Mouse is a really, really good educational program. They actually change over the years. Um, I think they cover up to third grade now. They might be implementing fourth and fifth soon. Um, but I know that they're going to be, you know, getting um, more age group. Um, but this is a really good fundamental. A lot of you, I don't know if you know, my son was, my youngest son is autistic. And I use this for language. I use this for writing. I use this for um, mathematical skills um, and prepping him before school. Uh, while he was in school and it's just a fun learning way for kids to learn a lot of different subjects it covers all of the main subjects that they're learning in school so math reading language um, you know science history it covers all of those subjects it also gives you over thousands and thousands of printouts so you can print things out um, at home so that you can practice with them Um, a lot of times the biggest thing that kids have an issue with other than mathematics is reading and writing and comprehension. So it definitely helps you with that. Uh, so if you have a little one that's either struggling or just doing exceptionally well, prep them more. Um, it's never too early and it's never too late to start your kids on that as well. Um, another one I like is Goldie Box and a Movie Machine. Um, so Goldie is this um, character that's created um, that you she works at this movie theater and then there's like all these like different things you have to your kids have to help her with so there's like uh spelling things uh mathematical things uh reading uh so there's different activities that she goes and engages with your kids so that's one that you can do with them the other one is fish school hd this is all mathematics a lot of kids struggle with math and they hate it it's not like their number one subject so Um, You definitely want to do that with them. And then the other one is stack the stage. You would be surprised how many kids don't even know, besides knowing that they live in California, they know nothing else. Um, So this helps them learn not only just about their states and their state capitals and how it's founded, but it also gives them um, information about other states in history. Um, So it's definitely something that you definitely want to sit and do with your kids. Now that it's starting to cool down, um, here's some ways that you guys can spend more time with your children. Um, My favorite one that I like to do, um, and this is if you have kids that have a really hard time getting ready to get down, like um, downtime for bed. This is probably one of the ones that you guys want to do, especially with the little toddlers around. Um, Hour before bedtime um, is generally chaotic for a lot of young children. So one of my favorite techniques that I use when I was a nanny, um, I call it the calm down walk. So as long as the weather is permitting and it's not extremely cold, so depending on what time you put your kids to bed, um, go ahead and get them ready for bed just normal. So, you know, you'll get them, um, get their pajamas on, uh, make sure they brush their teeth. Everyone's kind of mellowed out. But instead of putting them in front of like a TV where they get lost in time and things of that nature, um, try taking them out for a walk. So get their sneakers on, um, either put the kids in the stroller, 
you know, make sure you bundle them up, obviously, um, or put them on their little tricycle and let them walk around, you know, um, real quick for about an hour um, before bedtime um, around your neighborhood. So one, um, it gives them good fresh air. Two, it starts calming them down. So as more as the busy, if they're busy bodies, this gives them a way to start getting their self tired. Um, and then once you put them back to getting them ready and home and get them down for bed, um, it should be less chaotic for you. So definitely do that. Um, but it also helps, like I said, which is mellow and calming. Um, and then it gives you, you know, moments to speak with your kids, talk to them, you know, things of that nature, um, and getting them, you know, more rest, which is definitely important, especially to have a well-rested child. Cause it also keeps down, um, you know, during flu season and that nature. Um, my other one that I love is either taco night or some type of, you know, um, fancy restaurant night that you can do at home. So if you're ordering Chinese, uh, making breakfast night, you know, making pancakes, uh, pizza night, whatever the case may be, um, you know, you want to turn your kitchen into that and um, at least do it once a week. And then kids are excited about it. So if you have the younger ones and they're like, OK, you know, we're going to make it's pizza night, you know, welcome to whatever pizza place um, and let them make their own pizza. Um, but it opens um one for you guys to have fun together as a family and as you know um with your kids and then two i'm sorry i'm kind of coming over cold here um and two it keeps you energized in their conversation so about sharing their news and things that like that nature at the table the other one a lot of us hate to do is playing their games um i used to love playing with my kids so um you know they used to have all these like near mortal combat and like uh, Super Mario, and they used to tell me, like, I'm so old, and I don't know, but I'm like, uh, don't let me school you, <laughs> you know, I'm, like, the queen of, you know, Mortal Kombat or Super Mario, and so I would have to go and, like, school my kids on the Wii and things of that nature, and, you know, they'd be so mad at me, and, and once in a while, like, I'll let them win, you know, so it builds self-confidence, but I know that we hate to do it, but hey, why not? There's nothing else. Um, one, it turns in that experience, um, you know, where you become part of their world, and, um, two, it allows you to, you know, open that bond time. It becomes fun um, and silly and, you know, things of that nature. But it also helps your kids remember the difference between reality and virtual reality as well. Um, so you're doing kind of a both to see like, oh, my gosh, do they really believe in this stuff? You know, for those that are younger and then those, of course, not, you know, it's not good to the it's, it's also good the way just to school your kids once in a while. You know, they think we're so old and we're not in tune of like what's going on so i love schooling my kids even now um so definitely take some time to play into their game something that they like to do um and that opens the way to you know um make it more um occasional with them and 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 just really um creating that bond between you and your children so definitely do that and then also for my uh finger food toddlers mommies um i have some five flavored filled toddlers and the recipes are going to be posted on the website so you can go ahead and get those recipes on how to make them and i'll actually matter of fact i'll probably give you the uh, couple of the recipes for those and then i'll give you the link that i am um, i found them on so you can kind of uh search them for yourself if you don't have time to look at them um or read the recipes one is the homemade bean and cheese quesadilla uh so you know like i know uh you know uh, beans are high in protein um and fibers so definitely um it's a good snack for toddlers and it's easy for them to pick up uh turkey and spinach meatballs I actually do these and i'm not even a toddler and i love them they're so good and um you know they're so um filling as well um and those of you are either vegan or um 
may be vegetarians they have a sweet uh sweet uh sesame uh tofu and it almost tastes like uh those who don't do any of those regiments like a uh, vegetarian or, or vegan um it's really good it almost tastes like um you know like a sesame chicken but with tofu it's so good um and then if you maybe want to switch it up and try it with you know um chicken you can i'm sure you just have to alter the recipe it's there um homemade pizzas uh so you know you can make uh, just cheese um introduce your kids to a little bit of vegetables on them um and then turkey and cheese mini sandwiches so you take turkey or any type of uh, sandwich meat and put cheese um, in the middle of them um you can add a little bit of uh, vegetables in them and roll them um and kids are easy to grab and you can kind of start um, introducing vegetables a lot early if you want to put fruit or something of that nature in them you can as well um so you're opening on um you know the gateway for fruits and vegetables which is so important uh, especially as we're going to get ready into fall and you know when we get into fall cold and flu season are are approaching um especially if your kids are in school um germs are flying um uh, so just make sure that you're telling your children to wash their hands all the time um, eat plenty of fruits and vegetables. Make sure that they're getting a good night's sleep. So maybe going to bed a little earlier than they normally do during the summertime. Um, you know, now that they're back in school, you maybe want to do an hour earlier than they normally would do. Um, make sure that you guys are exercising as a family. And then always keep many antibacteria things handy. So uh, bacteria wipes or, um, you know, um, the little handheld uh, soap things that we use um, and then make sure that you're Lysoling and washing down your counters um, and things of that nature uh, to keep the germs down so make sure you're doing that for your kids and make sure that they're uh, you know trying to get all of those implemented in their diet um, and then just in their surroundings and for us moms make sure that we're one drinking plenty of water um, we're exercising so if we're chasing toddlers, we're definitely doing great. Don't worry. Um, make sure that you're taking some mediation time for yourself, some meditation time. Um, so meditate, uh, take some time for yourself. Um, you know, you need a, t- a mommy timeout. Make sure you're taking it. Um, make sure that you're taking any vitamins or probiotics, which are going to be helpful um, to keep you energized, especially with you having busy toddlers around or just being a busy mom working um and things of that nature and then make sure that we're um, getting plenty of rest i know it's very hard um so maybe you can switch off with your significant other or partner um and just taking you know one or two nights a week of going to bed early for yourself so that you're well rested um and getting your body what it needs um well i think that's it for this episode uh we'll start next week because it's monday uh tomorrow so um we'll start a new week with some new episodes and we'll go into that tomorrow and then also i'll talk about health and beauty remedies that you can do at home we're going to be giving away a starbucks um gift card for one of our starbucks craving moms and our new one of our new product shirts that we have not sure which one yet but I'm going to get with my team on that. And then we'll docilely talk about docilely. What am I staying here? I need to go to bed. Um, we're definitely going to be talking about uh, co-parenting and uh, also inviting um, some moms on my podcast this week. So I'm super excited to sit down with these ladies and have some good old fun and conversation. And um, a lot of my moms are uh, very funny and venting moms this week. So um, you'll learn so many new uh 
<laughs> personalities as well as uh, the do's and don'ts, I guess, for pick up and drop off from one of my moms. Um, just some couple other things that a lot of my moms that I talk to want to get on my podcast about. So if you want to get on my podcast for any reason or have an idea or topic that you want to talk about, or maybe you're in, um, you know, the healthcare field or school field or or whatever the case may be, or stay home, a stay home mom, and there's tips that you want to offer to other stay home moms, definitely um, let me know and send me a, a message through Messenger or um, to my email at uh, caffeinatedmommyconvos at gmail.com. And uh, definitely let me know. We'll definitely have you on the show. Um, all right, mommies, get those little ones to bed. Enjoy your rest of your week, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. moms it's summer here from coffee moms in conversation happy friday just chiming in with you ladies to see if you had a great week if not take this week into yourself um and just really refocus and rebalance your mind body and spirit um so that you'll have a more productive week next week and don't worry and stress about the things you couldn't fix or handle this week you've always got next week for those i was just chiming in with you ladies today because i know that i've been seeing a lot of posts I've been posting to myself about human trafficking and just ways to keep our kids safe um, when we're not around them and what to do in the event that there's an emergency. So I definitely want to just reiterate for those moms who are aware of what's going on but not putting the proactiveness behind it and making sure that our kids know what to do in the event that there um, is an emergency for them or they get lost. So I definitely want to chime in with you ladies and give you some tips on ways that you can um, be proactive for your kids and in teaching them how to be safe and what to do in the event that there's an emergency. So I'm kind of just going to jump into that today. One, your kids should know how to call 911. Um, So when you get a chance with them, make sure you show them your phone and ask them if there was an emergency and I needed help, what number would you call? The other thing they need to know is their name, how old they are, their address. If you, um, if they're a little bit over, I would say maybe five or six, and their telephone number in case they get disconnected. So those are so important for them to know in the event that the operator gets disconnected, they'll be able to call them, um, you know, back. And also, um, I guess a way to explain what's going on to the operator in the event that there's an emergency. So they need to be able to tell them first the basics of um, what's going on in the home. Um, I did send out a post and I took a picture of it. I made a charm bracelet for a friend of mine. Um, And in that charm bracelet, it has my friend's daughter's name and their phone number. Um, And that basically is a way, not her real number, just so you know, but um, it is a way that your kids can learn their phone numbers. So you can always add mommy and daddy's number, uh, Nana's number. Uh, If you want to add the address, you can. Um, So in the event that your kids are in school and you guys have school-age kids or they're at daycare and there is an emergency, whether it's natural disaster or, you know, something has happened um, and uh, police officers or firemen need to get in contact with you, they will have that wristband that has their phone number um, and your name on it um, and maybe an address they can go to. You can teach your kids, like, in the event that there's an emergency, please let, you know, an officer or a fireman or your teacher know that this is the number they can call um, to reach one of us. So that's definitely important. Um, it's really inexpensive. You can either do it yourself or I do sell them for $5 um, and I can make them any color for you. 
Uh, you just tell me what you want on them and what numbers and names that you want to add to it, okay? The other thing um, I was recently introduced to was a free app that helps reinforce these new kids, um, these new kids, these new skills and stimulants um, to call 911. So when your kids are playing on this app, they'll really think that they're talking to like a real life person. Um, in the app, it asks them questions like, what's their name, how old they are, what their phone number is, their address, um, and what is the emergency that they're having. Um, it's a really safe app. It's free. Um, it's on the iTunes Store and Google Play, um, and it's called Ready, Set, Dial. So you parents can set, like, in the settings of how you want them to know how to call, um, what numbers they should call, things of that nature. It has a phone on there that you can practice dialing certain numbers, um, you know, and things of that nature. So definitely um, utilize that app, download it, let me know what you think. I did do a live video for it, so I will post it in a few minutes on the website to show you how to download the app, how to open it, um, how it teaches them how to use it, all of those things so that um, you're well aware of how to use the app itself. Also, um, you need to mention to your kids where a find a what I like to call a find a safe place so if they are in danger themselves or you're in danger and they need to find a safe place to go to get help um, if they're at home maybe a neighbor's house an aunt's house whoever lives close um, that you trust and then if you're in the mall you need to let them know like a store or a security officer um, or a restaurant you know something of that nature that they can go and ask for help um, in the event that they need it um, number three, I would say, would be the difference between a bad stranger and a good stranger. So adults should never ask your children for help. And you need to let them know that. They are an adult. They should know how to find a lost pet. They should know how to find directions. So if they're asking those questions, especially if they're walking home from school or going to school, let them know that they need to ignore that. And if they start being more of a pester to them, they need to make a scene. Um, good adults can be moms with obviously young children. Um, you know, a sales clerk, a police officer, a fireman, any of those things would be considered what we consider a good adult. And that's really depending on where the scenario takes place, okay? If a stranger is trying to take your child without their consent, they need to make sure that it's known. So they need to say no, they need to be screaming, kicking, biting, yelling, letting the people around them know that you're not my father, you're not my mom, you're not my dad. Um, and they need to run to the nearest safe zone and they need to tell a person what happened so that, you know, they can intervene and make sure that they get uh, the right authority out there to take care of that situation. The other thing they need to know is no one, not even someone they do know, has the right to touch them in places that are really uncomfortable for them. Um, so they have the right to say no. So they cannot say, oh, because I'm your aunt or I'm your uncle, or I'm your friend, you know, I can do these things. No, it's not okay for them to do those things. Absolutely not. And they need to know that it's okay to tell you if someone has done that to them. So you're not going to get in trouble. It's not their fault. Nothing's going to happen to you as mommy and daddy. Um, so they definitely need to know that it's okay to tell you if these things are going on. There are so many other safety skills that we need to be teaching our children. These are the simple starting points. So if you haven't had the conversation yet, um, this is a way to make sure that you're emphasizing that. Um, there's always your local organizations. Um, register your child 
Uh, make sure you take updated pictures all the time as our children grow so fast. Um, in the event that something has happened, um, that you want to always keep aware of what's going on around you. Um, it's always good to wear uh, bright colors so that you know you can always identify your kid. Um, and like I said, please, please put the proactive behind it and make sure that we're teaching our kids how to be safe. If you have any other questions, I'll go ahead and put any links out there where I can um, guide you to, you know, find ways of helping your kids, um, any tools or products that you want to use um, will definitely be in the link as well. And like I said, I'll put that video up shortly so you can see how to use it. I hope that you guys have a great rest of your day and thanks for tuning in to Coffee Moms in Conversation. Hey moms, it's Summer here from Coffee Moms in Conversation. Happy Friday. Just chiming in with you ladies to see if you had a great week. If not, take this week into yourself um, and just really refocus and rebalance your mind, body, and spirit um, so that you'll have a more productive week next week. And don't worry and stress about the things you couldn't fix or handle this week. You've always got next week for those. I was just chiming in with you ladies today because I know that I've been seeing a lot of posts I've been posting to myself about human trafficking and just ways to keep our kids safe um, when we're not around them and what to do in the event that there's an emergency. So I definitely want to just reiterate for those moms who are aware of what's going on but not putting the proactiveness behind it and making sure that our kids know what to do in the event that there um, is an emergency for them or they get lost. So I definitely want to chime in with you ladies and give you some tips on ways that you can um, be proactive for your kids and in teaching them how to be safe and what to do in the event that there's an emergency. So I'm kind of just going to jump into that today. One, your kids should know how to call 911. Um, so when you get a chance with them, make sure you show them your phone and ask them if there was an emergency and I needed help, what number would you call? The other thing they need to know is their name, how old they are, their address, if you um, if they're a little bit over, I would say maybe five or six, and their telephone number in case they get disconnected. So those are so important for them to know in the event that the operator gets disconnected, they'll be able to call them, um, you know, back. And also, um, I guess a way to explain what's going on to the operator in the event that there's an emergency. So they need to be able to tell them just the basics of um, what's going on in the home. Um, I did send out a post and I took a picture of it. I made a charm bracelet for a friend of mine. Um, and in that charm bracelet, it has my friend's daughter's name and their phone number. Um, and that basically is a way, it's not her real number, just so you know, but um, it is a way that your kids can learn their phone numbers. So you can always add mommy and daddy's number, uh, Nana's number. Uh, if you want to add the address, you can. Um, so in the event that your kids are in school and you guys have school age kids or they're at daycare and there is emergency, whether it's natural disaster or, you know, something has happened um, and uh, police officers or firemen need to get in contact with you, they will have that wristband that has their phone number um, and your name on it um, and maybe an address they can go to. You can teach your kids by any event that there's an emergency, please let, you know, an officer or a fireman or your teacher know that this is the number they can call um, to reach one of us. So that's definitely important. Um, it's really inexpensive. You can either do it yourself or I do sell them for $5 um, and I can make them any color for you. Uh, you just tell me what you want on them and what numbers and names that you want to add to it, okay? 
The other thing um, I was recently introduced to was a free app that helps reinforce these new kids, um, these new kids, these new skills and stimulants um, to call 911. So when your kids are playing on this app, they'll really think that they're talking to like a real life person. Um, in the app, it asks them questions like, what's their name, how old they are, what their phone number is, their address, um, and what is the emergency that they're having. Um, it's a really safe app. It's free. Um, it's on the iTunes Store and Google Play, um, and it's called Ready, Set, Dial. So you parents can set, like, in the settings of how you want them to know how to call, um, what numbers they should call, things of that nature. It has a phone on there that you can practice dialing certain numbers. Um, you know, and things of that nature. So definitely um, utilize that app, download it, let me know what you think. I did do a live video for it, so I will post it in a few minutes on the website to show you how to download the app, how to open it, um, how it teaches them how to use it, all of those things so that um, you're well aware of how to use the app itself. Also, um, you need to mention to your kids where a find a what I like to call a find a safe place so if they are in danger themselves or you're in danger and they need to find a safe place to go to get help um, if they're at home maybe a neighbor's house an aunt's house whoever lives close um, that you trust and then if you're in the mall you need to let them know like a store or a security officer um, or a restaurant you know something of that nature that they can go and ask for help um, in the event that they need it um, number three, I would say, would be the difference between a bad stranger and a good stranger. So adults should never ask your children for help. And you need to let them know that. They are an adult. They should know how to find a lost pet. They should know how to find directions. So if they're asking those questions, especially if they're walking home from school or going to school, let them know that they need to ignore that. And if they start being more of a pester to them, they need to make a scene. Um, good adults can be moms with obviously young children. Um, you know, a sales clerk, a police officer, a fireman, any of those things would be considered what we consider a good adult. And that's really depending on where the scenario takes place, okay? If a stranger is trying to take your child without their consent, they need to make sure that it's known. So they need to say no, they need to be screaming, kicking, biting, yelling, letting the people around them know that you're not my father, you're not my mom, you're not my dad. Um, and they need to run to the nearest safe zone and they need to tell a person what happened so that, you know, they can intervene and make sure that they get uh, the right authority out there to take care of that situation. The other thing they need to know is no one, not even someone they do know, has the right to touch them in places that are really uncomfortable for them. Um, so they have the right to say no. So they cannot say, oh, because I'm your aunt or I'm your uncle, or I'm your friend, you know, I can do these things. No, it's not okay for them to do those things. Absolutely not. And they need to know that it's okay to tell you if someone has done that to them. So you're not going to get in trouble. It's not their fault. Nothing's going to happen to you as mommy and daddy. Um, so they definitely need to know that it's okay to tell you if these things are going on. There are so many other safety skills that we need to be teaching our children. These are the simple starting points. So if you haven't had the conversation yet, um, this is a way to make sure that you're emphasizing that. Um, there's always your local organizations. Um, register your child 
Uh, make sure you take updated pictures all the time as our children grow so fast. Um, in the event that something has happened, um, that you want to always keep aware of what's going on around you. Um, it's always good to wear uh, bright colors so that, you know, you can always identify your kid. Um, and like I said, please, please put the proactive behind it and make sure that we're teaching our kids how to be safe. If you have any other questions, I'll go ahead and put any links out there where I can um, guide you to, you know, find ways of helping your kids. Um, any tools or products that you want to use um, will definitely be in the link as well. And like I said, I'll put that video up shortly so you can see how to use it. I hope that you guys have a great rest of your day. And thanks for tuning in to Coffee Moms in Conversation.